Hello, everyone. In full transparency, our first couple episodes were pre-recorded and do not reflect the current state of the world. While we hope you can find light in our content during this time, we want to acknowledge the violence happening in Ukraine and hold space for all the victims, the people, the actual human beings being affected by this senseless war. Please visit our website, onemutualfriend.com, for resources on where to donate to help the refugees. We would have loved to loudly celebrate and promote the launch of our podcast, But for now, we want to amplify messages of peace in Ukraine and everywhere. Thank you for your patience as we learn, unlearn, and try to do our best. Without further ado, one mutual friend. What is up, everyone? Welcome to our first episode, episode one of One Mutual Friend, where we explore the musings and connections of the people we do know and the people we've yet to meet. We'll be recording every week from New York City. We're your hosts, Aline and Brandy. Let's get into it. Let us tell you about One Mutual Friend. We came up with this idea, God, like a year ago. It's been a while, yeah. Yeah, at least a year ago. And um, we've been marinating on it. It, It's a a good piece of meat right now. (laughs) (laughs) But um, basically what One Mutual Friend is, is we are big fans of connection. And so we want to explore connections between people that we do know. And then explore connections with people that we don't know. And we always think about it in, in the way that, like, when you get a new friend crust, you're like, oh, we have, like, 70 mutual friends in common. And you're like, surely they're someone decent and normal because they have that sort of equity. But why are we so scared of people that are, like, just one mutual friend? Sure, they could be a catfish, but it could be anyone. It could be your access to, like, anything. And I think of it in a way that when I first moved to New York, I only knew a handful of people, and one was Brandy, and we were barely friends. We met through an ex, but (laughs) (laughs) um, my New York experience wouldn't be the same without her. So everyone, welcome, Brandy. Tell us about yourself. Hi, yes. No, I I had obviously been in New York for a, a little bit longer than you, and I feel like I was so focused on work and so focused on building myself up in in that aspect that I really just put off the social life and I honestly didn't really have the time or money to really do it at that point and then by the time you got here I'm like I need friends I saw you going out I'm like this girl is living her life I'm like we should we should connect even though we hadn't actually connected like that living in our hometown right um, and I remember reaching out to you and I remember being like what am I doing because this was so out of character for me to just like put myself out there and be like hey we should meet up and just go have a one-on-one brunch with a virtual like virtual stranger um but we had our connection so I'm like this we did I remember when we first met up um it was like a summer day we were in Soho and we had like lobster and guac. I was like an hour late. <laughs> yeah, you were. <laughs> I was like, man, New York people, what? <laughs> but no, and then we ended up day drinking all day and then we became really good friends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we had a lot in common. A, a lot which, of alcohol. Yeah, a lot of alcohol Consumed. in common. <laughs> but it's, it's, 
something special when you put yourself out there or completely have your guard down and you're just like, hey, I like these things about you. You obviously like things about me. So, like, let's just hang out and get to know each other better. Same vibe, for uh, sure. Yeah, and i um, so glad we did it because, well, here we are now. <laughs> but, Brandy, tell us more about, like, what, what does this podcast mean to you? What does One Mutual Friend represent? I'm not really somebody, again, who puts myself out there like that. And I feel like a lot of the friends that I've made in my lifetime have been just, like, connections through one person that I hold super close to me. And it's just, like, it just kind of has branched out like that. I feel um, before I started drinking alcohol and got the liquid courage, and I I probably sound like an alcoholic at this point. (laughs) But um, What is it, three minutes in? liquid courage to just like let loose like I I was really so introverted so reserved and I really depended on my friends to like put me out there with them and make that connection with me right and I've met some amazing people along the way and I feel like life is all about connections I mean the one task that we do the one thing that we do every day is talk to people and make connections with people whether that's business or art or anything in between we're working with people and talking to people and connecting with people and whenever you don't have that it, it, you know it, it can get sad like I think that's why definitely the get sad pandemic was so hard for so many people because you crave that social connection right um you need those dopamine boosts exactly yeah, yeah whoa so pandemic like, <laughs> whoa <laughs> yeah um speaking of liquid courage what are you sipping on <laughs> okay so my go-to uh vodka soda with <laughs> like five squirts of Mio. Wait. <laughs> Tell us, what the fuck is a Mio? A Mio is a flavor enhancer. But like, what's, <laughs> right, but, but what's, like, is it um, sweet? I, it's, it's, this is actually fruit punch flavor. Okay. Um, but I do like uh, the fact that there are no zero calories. Oh, yes, yes. I try to wean myself off the cocktails. Yeah. Again, here comes the <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to wean myself off like happy relationship weight that I've had for three years. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fantastic. So guys, we are finally here with our podcast. And um if you haven't like X'd out by now, thank you. But we um went out the other night because we were finally like, shit, we're doing it. We're doing it this week. And um we went to dinner. And we were, like, on this, like, post-holiday, like, we're going to be smart. Like, not drink martinis because we get really stupid on those alcoholics. But um, we were on the vodka soda train, and then we had, like, a really nice dinner. And then we decided, like, we're not going home yet. Where should we go? So we walked down the street to one of my neighborhood bars that I'd never been to. My boyfriend's been. But we (laughs) – it has a giant pig up front, and it's called Rudy's in hell's kitchen for any of you locals but it's a cash bar and with every drink you get a hot dog (laughs) so you can only imagine how great our hair smelled when we left (laughs) but um brandy tell them about what it was like when we walked in oh my goodness it was it felt like i it was such an older proud a crowd especially being in hell's kitchen you you think of like these hot gay guys everywhere but no it was like way older belligerently drunk (laughs) older people we should have been like nine yes it wasn't even late 
<laughs> it was pretty early. <laughs> um, but we, we found a touch tunes and we had credits from Pride Week, um, Pride Month. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so we decided to take over the jukebox, which they were not happy about. Right. So a, a lot of the bars that have this device, touch tunes. So what it, what it is, guys, it's basically like a jukebox. So you just like pay money to play a song and it gets queued up. But a lot of bars, I feel like they have it filtered. So like the gay bars that we were at on during Pride Week, they obviously only had like options where you're allowed to play Ariana Grande, Gaga, like all the good jams. But obviously... We wanted to play Taking Back Sunday at these Obviously. gay bars, and they were all blocked. But this bar was a free-for-all. So <laughs> I remember when we get there, Brandy queues up Taking Back Sunday, and I'm immediately on the Chiodos train. And if you guys don't know who these bands are, they're very uh, niche and emo, and um, you should listen to them because it's emo is forever. <laughs> but the whole crowd was like, what is this music? Until maybe like, two drinks in we I, I could see which songs were coming up next on my phone and I had just played the used but the used was queued up again the same song and I was like oh my god I think I bought it twice because we were we, singing our heads off to yeah. this, so everybody knew it was us yes it, like there was this one grumpy old man he was probably like 65 and he was like what is this music <laughs> He's guarding the touch tunes. He was he was literally posted up. He didn't realize that people could like buy the songs from their phone. So it was great. <laughs> <laughs> but we basically saw that this song was coming on again. And so it was like only two songs later. It was like the taste of ink again. So we ran to the other side of the bar where we met people who were singing the song again. So we found our people. Oh <laughs> Instant best friends. Yeah, instant friend, best friends. We hung out with them all night. We met more people that were into what we were listening to. We completely transformed that that demo, the whole demographic of the bar because yeah. it weeded out all the older people and and then like the music that we chose inspired other people to choose the same genres. We took it over. We, we took, took it over. over. Yeah, no <laughs> hot dogs were had, but we we were DJ. <laughs> but. Just this night in a nutshell is a reminder that you're only one drink away from the best night ever. Just kidding. <laughs> no, but just like it, it's it's still possible to make friends organically. And it's not weird to be like, hey, do you have an Instagram? Like it's it's not weird. Like I, I feel I feel like let's hang out one again. one thing that really stood out to me was just your just sheer confidence because oh we, it's <laughs> blind confidence that's why people think I'm such an extrovert but I'm like we eh. we were running away we, we found ourselves next to people who were singing and she's just like did you put this song on yeah, I was and, aggressive <laughs> and then just opened up the full conversation just this one question we dived into like our our emo roots yeah. and it it like transformed the rest of our night because it, <laughs> it, it was so fun it was and you know it turns out this guy and his friend they were in the music industry he drove a van i was oh like who drives in new york a white van <laughs> ladies if you're dating a, a guy that drives a white van that is a red flag <laughs> but if he says it's a mercedes he's a musician <laughs> Oh my gosh, but... Ladies, if you're dating a musician, that is a red flag. <laughs> I remember when I was like 17, I was like 
I only date musicians. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, uh, speaking of, I'm now in my 30s, so that is not all I date. Um, I'm in a very committed relationship. But New- yeah, New York in your 30s is very different than how I was in my 20s. I mean, I'm new to New York still, but... When I first moved to New York, I was still heavy in my party scene in Mm -hmm. my hometown. And again, when I moved to New York, like it immediately got serious because I needed to, you know, survive. But I had always pictured that I would move here and I would like have the same sort of party life that I would be going out and I would know people and it would be like amazing. And I would just have all these friends and that just wasn't the case. Right. And I, I think that's, you know... Being in your 30s and New York being such a, it's such a clicky kind of place. Like, you can walk into a crowded bar and never meet a single soul if yeah. you don't put yourself out there. It's so funny because I I try really hard to, like, nourish relationships, meet new friends. But I see, uh, I'm on TikTok, if y'all didn't know. Um, I see on TikTok everyone was like is always saying that, like, New York is the loneliest city. And I'm... I guess if there's one mission that we have out of this podcast, I would love for people to feel less lonely and just be inspired to like say hey to the hot bodega guy. (laughs) (laughs) Fun fact, I have the hottest bodega guy. Whoa. We discovered this the other night. Yeah, I was drooling. Um, And then we (laughs) went to a birthday party this weekend and everyone knew who we were talking about. It was funny, but shout out that guy. Whoa, he's doing he's doing the most. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I guess also like New York in your thirties, every I guess in your thirties in general, everyone's in different places. Like, um, I have so many friends that are married with kids. I have so many friends that are just living their best lives, being single. Like, they're I I don't know. My strongest friends are kind of just doing their own thing and owning it. But I think something especially I guess like a challenge that we have creating a podcast is that we aren't single so you're not going to get those single girl stories we're both in really committed relationships frankly Brandy and her boyfriend are my relationship goals and I always (laughs) tell my boyfriend that and he follows suit (laughs) but we love them dearly and I'm so glad that we're all friends but it's I want I want it like I want everyone to know that you don't have to be single to have like fun or make new friends or your life isn't over when you get into a relationship yeah you might put on a few pounds but (laughs) you can still be fun and you can still be your own person and live your own life aside from your partner agreed and I think it's a sign of a healthy relationship too that you can like make different friends and they're like completely accepting of like just all of that you know exactly and uh, I mean don't don't quit our podcast now because we're boring and unhealthy <laughs> relationships but because we are not boring we're we are nuts <laughs> chugs drink <laughs> I feel like I have so many friends that reach out to me that are like how do you make friends like you've moved around a lot how do you make friends what are your thoughts on that I'm still trying to figure it out. <laughs> That's amazing. Work in progress. I know, like, it is hard. And I think most of my friends right now, um, most of the people that I are very close with, I've met through work. Yeah. Um, if you look at my Instagram, every single person that comments is, like, an old work friend or a current work, 
co-worker. Yeah. Um, so you can tell where I, I don't spend get my time. Comments. <laughs> I don't get any comments on this stuff. Like, it's I think good. people are, are tired. It's people are like... tired. Or my content sucks. <laughs> I think it helps that I work in social media and so do all that of makes my sense. connections through work. All, the only comments I get are emojis from girlfriends that are just three of the same emoji. So it's like star, star, star. <laughs> or hard eyes, hard eyes, hard eyes. And it's just like the casual hype. And I appreciate it, but I know it's empty. <laughs> but thank you, thank you. My, I feel so. I feel. I know exactly what you're I'm, talking I'm, about. I'm that. I'm that. And comments I do person. it. Yeah, I do it too. I I do it a lot. And then if they comment these three emojis on my picture, I will comment three different emojis back. Like, why is three the sweet spot? I don't spot? know. It just feels right when you tap it. Yeah, two is naked. Three is right. Like one is just like. <laughs> I'm giving this to you, but I don't want you to have right, it. Right, right. But, okay, so comments are only so telling. What about your DMs? <laughs> <laughs> that shit's hidden. Who's in there? <laughs> no, I feel like nobody comments I'm on I'm in a happy, shit. committed relationship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, yeah, I feel like I have people that are like, oh, my gosh, you moved to New York. You moved here. I, I lived in on the West Coast in Seattle for a bit. And they're like, oh, my God, you just always had a group of friends. And let me tell you, it's work. Like, you constantly have to, like, keep reaching out, being like, let's do this, let's do that. And everyone has their own schedules and everyone's doing their own thing. But you just got to, like, hype up the friendship. And I think people are more inclined to, like, be there I think that's like my problem I think the few friends close friends that I keep are around because they hassle me to go out or like yeah, I hassle you I f- <laughs> pull your hair <laughs> <laughs> and I like that yeah <laughs> yeah I like that because I I'm again I feel like I'm wrapped up in work or like I just get distracted or I just you know get like mentally exhausted sometimes right and it's funny that you say that because I, I think you go out more than I do. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. They're always like, I'm in Williamsburg. I'm like, bitch, that's far. <laughs> but uh, no. But you keep, me, you keep me going too. And I'm trying to like, I, I've been watching the new Sex in the City. And I'm like, oh my God, they're older. And they're still going out all the time. And it's like a reminder that we don't live in New York to stay at home. Yes. I tell this to my boyfriend all the time. I think that's another reason. I mean, like, yes, relationships, as we just said, mm-hmm. shouldn't be the end of your social life. Right. But it is difficult when you're with someone who just kind of wants to stay at home all the time. Well, that's me. I the one, I'm the one that wants to stay at home. I love hanging out at home, being cozy with my dog. But <laughs> my friend, he is out all the time. Like, he'll be like tucking me into bed he's like okay going out <laughs> I'm like what he's like yeah dinner number two I'm like okay see ya you know he has more energy than Anyone all of us I yeah know. all of us combined uh no but I, I used to, I used to go out maybe like three four times a week shit girl <laughs> um and that's now, expensive too well it was cheap in our hometown oh um, yeah. okay yes yes I mean I yes yeah I was very poor so Brady and I are from the same hometown. I think we missed that part. But I was very poor for like 2019 and I survived on like nothing. <laughs> Wasted every night. But yeah. Uh yeah. So but I I feel like it's difficult to maintain that kind of lifestyle if you one like you're respecting your partner like, right you know? right and then two like I want him to be there with me all the time. I mean, your boyfriend's fun. <laughs> 
I think that's why we work. It's because we're both equally, like, wild. Yeah, but different, like, flavors of wild. But speaking of, like, making new friends, so Brandy and I both did put ourselves out there. And um, it was the same month, actually. But I was out with Brandy. We're outside the same bodega with a hot guy. And we saw this group of guys. And we were like, oh, my God, what are you guys doing? And we, I, like, ex- we exchanged numbers because he seemed cool. And then I was, like, going to meet up with this guy. And I was like, cool. He lives, like, on my street. Like, I can't wait to have, like, a GBF, a gay best friend. <sighs> Go to this Mexican restaurant. He is there, and turns out he's Turkish, but not gay. So it was a straight-up date. I swindled myself to being on a date, and I tried to, like, maneuver it. We ended up bar crawling anyway, but I ended up just being like, oh, yeah, my boyfriend this, my boyfriend that. But, like, we ended up being friends, but then I ended up ghosting him because he was just, like, kind of high-maintenance. If you listen to this, sorry, it's true. <laughs> but um, the same thing happened to the Brandy. The same thing happened to me. Like so, a week later. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was out with my boyfriend and my friend. We were watching some soccer game. I don't I don't even know. I don't really pay attention to sports. But um, my boyfriend got really drunk, and he went home to get something, and he just never came back because he passed out. <laughs> <laughs> so my friend and I, we went to a, a gay bar, and I was we had been drinking for a while. Right. Um, and... So I didn't really recall the rest of the night, but I woke up to a text like, hey, it's Alex from Toolbox, which is a gay bar on the Upper East Side. And he was the bartender and he's like, let's meet up for drinks sometime. And I went to my boyfriend. I'm like, oh, my God, I made a GBF. Like, I'm so excited. (laughs) And so we plan like Friday cocktails on a rooftop and I get there and it's this like bald Russian guy. And, like, I could tell, like, right away, I'm like, oh, not gay, not gay. And we get up to the rooftop, and we're, like, we order drinks, and we're sitting there, and I'm like, so, are you gay? (laughs) Yeah. He was so offended for for a second. I'm like, well, hello, you're working at a gay bar, like, I, I would assume. Um, but but we ended up hitting it off, and we ended up meeting up with my boyfriend for drinks I mean, that's, that's a good... That's a good way to maneuver it. Yeah, it was but fun. yeah, it's not. Just, it's just. It's funny. It was just not what we thought. It's no, no. It was definitely. You still talk to him now? No. Yeah. No. I, I, that guy blocked me. <laughs> I was just. He. He. I just stopped responding. Mm. <laughs> you win some and you lose some. Yeah. 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 Whoa. Just you know. I think that's a, that's another thing. Like you guys just got to make your intentions known. Like hi, I'm just friends. Yeah. Friends. But only. you know what? At the end of that, I'm also so proud that I still went and showed up because showing up is half the battle of like putting yourself out there to make new friends. Because like I loved the potential of having a gay best friend that lived on my street. Like I imagine. I would like a friend to just, like, come over with a casserole. <laughs> like, come over with cocktails. Like, I want that. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, episode of Friends. Just people barging Just in. barging Yeah. The door. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, like, the dream. Like, it, I don't know. Just homey vibes. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Guys, put yourself out there. You might have... If it doesn't work out, there's always a story. So guys, Brandy and I are a super big fan of this one game called We're Not Really Strangers. It's a card game to basically get to know someone at a deeper level. There's several different levels of questions. Each gets deeper and deeper. We've actually never played together. 
No. And I think the key to nourishing these friendships is getting to know each other a little bit deeper. Right, right. And just like creating space for them to be exactly who they are right now. Absolutely. And so we are going to draw three questions and answer them. But in the future, if you guys have any questions you want us to ask at the end of each episode, we're open. Ask us anything. And um, hopefully we'll be able to answer it for you guys. All right. So I will draw card number one. Yes. It is, how can you become a better person? Whoa. Already heavy. I'm going to take a sip. Hold on. (laughs) I can answer while you sip. Um, I think... I think kind of speaking to my point of I, I kind of neglect friends. I know I know firsthand, I think we all do, how hard it is to, like, text somebody that you care about and just not get a response back. Right. And I, I rarely put myself on the other side of that. Um, and I, I feel like maybe if I were just, I've just, you know, they clearly care about me. They, they clearly want to reach out. If I could just say... I'm, you know, in my own headspace right now. Give me like a week yeah. or just like give them some sort of communication that like, yes, I saw your text or, you know, I don't know. Just like keep the communication open without letting people feel like shit because I really do value the people that do reach out to me. And I feel like that would make me a better person right. to be better to other people. That is a good answer. I I guess I was thinking of it more big picture. Like, in order for me to be the best version of myself, I have to know me better. Like, or I have to take care of me to be good to other people. Um, I'm kind of like that with, like, my mom. Like, she can be all up in my face all the time. But I always tell her, like, I have to be able to take care of me to be a better daughter to you. Not to get too deep, guys. But um, I don't know. Like, I also think, like, to be a better person, you mostly have to listen and just create space for people. I think, I don't know, Facebook happy birthdays are so naked, <laughs> but just like being able to like legit call people these days, mm-hmm. it takes a lot of like strength and I don't know, thoughtfulness. Being thoughtful is being I a good these, person. Absolutely. I watch these TikToks where they're like, oh, FaceTiming my best friend. And I'm like, nobody fucking FaceTimes me. Like, I don't FaceTime people. <laughs> what is this level of friendship that I don't know? I actually, um, one of my, uh, he's, he's a good friend. We did date. But he showed up on my, <laughs> like, um, for like a month. We, he showed up on my iCal. And I don't use iCal. And it was like so-and-so's birthday. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And I straight up called him and left a voicemail. He never called me back. So maybe you need to work on being a better friend. But um, I called him and I left like a sweet voicemail. And I was just like, hey, it's your birthday. Hope you're having a good day. Hope you're having a good pandemic. I like, I'm thinking about you because my phone reminded me, which is not as genuine, but I'm putting in the effort to like let you that know that good. you are, you, yeah. are, you are seen and you are loved and, um, People should have the chance to feel special. And I think that that's something really unique about birthdays. On my birthday, I love... That's, like, one of the few times that I'll actually go into Facebook because I love seeing how many people, like, said happy birthday, yeah. even though it's so shallow. It is. It is. But <laughs> <laughs> she made direct eye contact. It is. <laughs> well, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like 
going that extra mile, like the text past the social media. Mm-hmm. Post no, is I, I just, I love all of the, you know, the attention coming my way. Um, and so I, and I don't, I don't think I'd do that for other people. I, I almost forgot my sister's birthday the other day oh, shit. and then I remembered and then I posted four stories on my Instagram saying happy birthday and I never called her. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's deep. That's deep. I need to be a better person. I don't know. Like so that. I'm like, I'm a big birthday person. Maybe that's just the fire sign in me, but I don't know. Like I, I, it became a thing where I celebrated it a lot. Maybe it's because my parents like always made a big thing out of my birthday. Whether it was just like a big cake, a new dress, mm-hmm. but then it became in college, I was like, we're having a rager for my birthday. But now people are like, what are we doing for your birthday? So then I'm inclined to like, yes, yes, we're doing something. And I, that also leans into connectedness where people are like, there's holidays, there's Christmas, Valentine's Day, Aline's birthday. And I like that. (laughs) (laughs) I like the hype around your birthday. I, I would say my upbringing was kind of the opposite. They didn't really make a big deal about my birthdays. So I feel like I don't really make a big deal about birthdays. Yeah. Um, I thought I probably sound like a terrible friend at this point. No, you're good. <laughs> you're human. We love it. <laughs> but yeah, I wish I cared. I mean, at this point, like after 30, it's just kind of getting depressing. Um, so I, yeah, that's just kind of how I feel. It is what it is. But next question. Next question. <laughs> okay. This is also a level two connection. Ooh. Brandy, what do you crave more of? That is a relatively easy one for me. I think I would say I crave more time. What does that mean? Um, I am always working. Um, social media is nonstop. So I'm right. always on. Um, and I just feel like I, the, the happiest I've ever been and, you know, the most at peace I've ever been is when I can wake up and just kind of have the freedom to do what I what makes me happy whether that's like creating art or like going outside with a camera I'm really energized by like the mornings and usually I'm stuck at my computer every day and by the time I'm done the sun is gone and um by the time the weekends roll around I'm like hungover from drinking away my workday stress right right. so I just I just miss like the I don't know maybe maybe it goes back to my teenage years where I didn't really have to do crap and I could wake up and be creative and not have to worry about life yeah I used to be a photographer so I I can only imagine that you create that like time that's set aside just for you to be creative and like dive into like what makes you feel good I miss it for sure oh my gosh what about you what do you create more of Oh Lord. Okay. I guess my, uh, when I first read the question, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm craving, I'm craving fries right now, (laughs) but that's not what this is about. I think what I'm craving more of is, I don't know, when you wake up and get to do like wake up on time without snoozing, take your vitamins, take your dog out and you, you feel good doing all of the things on your checklist, that ability to feel good doing all of it. So I, I guess it's like, routine but also like biohacking your routine to know that like I did all these skincare steps because I know that works for my skin to be clear I took these vitamins because I know that makes me feel good I feel like we live in a world where or I live in a world that where I'm constantly in a trial and error like I'm like okay take this vitamin take this vitamin take this vitamin because 
allegedly that will make me feel good or do these seven steps for my skincare routine because that'll make me look snatched but it's always trial and error I wish I just knew and biohacked my way to like feel good all the time like euphoria absolutely if I could like go through my daily routine and feel energized at least to do the things for me at the end of it that would be amazing I just yeah I think like it's so hard to like do your whole work day, go to the gym, eat well, and then still feel rested the next day. Like it's, especially in New York, you're constantly going and you constantly want to keep going. You want to go to every event that you're invited to connect with all the people. But I wish that every decision that I made in my routine was optimized to feel my best. Yes. You know? Oh my God. Preach. 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 I love that. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah, I get exhausted just thinking about doing things. <laughs> Me all the time. And I don't know, like, I, I uh, my thing is, like, I spend a lot of money on, like, I'm going to try this trend, like, these vitamins. I'm going to do this detox cleanse. And I'm like, okay, that was great for, like, a month. But then I'm <laughs> like, what's next? Yep. I, I'm on a vacation. I got derailed all over again. So. Oh, and it's so hard to get back into routine. and Yeah, routine. But yeah. And then my boyfriend has such a different routine than I do. So I think that makes me grumpy. <laughs> I love him dearly, but it makes me grumpy. Oh no. Sure. Um, we have, my boyfriend and I have different diets and that makes me grumpy because I'm over there eating like a salad and he's got pizza. Right. And I'm like you're not going to gain anything from that, but I will probably gain at least three pounds from this salad. <laughs> it's not okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, yeah, I eat everything. <laughs> Okay, last question, Brittany, ask it. All right. Um, what title would you give this chapter in your life? Hmm. That's a good question. Okay. So, I don't know. I feel like we're at chapter, like, 837. Vodka, sodas, and wings. That's what, <laughs> that's what I would name my chapter. I feel like um, vodka, sodas represent who I am as, like, a friend and who I am energy wise that's who I want to that's like who I am connected to you but wings is who I'm is like what fuels my relationship so my relationship with my boyfriend it's very much the theme of it is wings like we love eating wings together we love exploring new flavors I don't know wings are your one mutual friend yeah (laughs) like that's just if we did engagement photos we'd be eating wings (laughs) But, um, yeah, and I I don't know. I guess I've been drinking. But it's, I don't know, like I'm in such a safe and comfy place in my life right now. That just makes me feel warm and happy thinking about that title. Yeah, and I don't know. If I had to pick like a cover photo for this chapter too, it would definitely be a raccoon. (laughs) What? Like, just, like, this sweet, fat, and happy raccoon that's just so safe and satisfied where everything is. <laughs> just, like, a vodka soda wing trash panda. Yeah, that's yeah. That's you. That's me. That's your chapter. That is my chapter, and it feels good, and it's one of those chapters you just don't want to end. I would read that chapter. Yeah, it's cozy. Through and through. <laughs> that sounds like a blast. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What would you name your chapter in life um, right See, now? I wasn't... I mean, I was thinking way differently okay yeah yeah that's that's the best part but i would say it would be like the calm before the storm or maybe even the calm after or just oh, the calm. Wait. that that's like really sexy 
Because, um, I mean, I've come from chaos. I know you have, too. And we've, we've, we've had some yeah. crazy experiences. Some and shitty past couple of years. But. Yeah. We have not had it easy um, in, in life and love. And I feel like now... I, I, I do. I feel like I'm so comfortable in my life and, and in, in my love life and in my career and everything. And it's so calm and, like you said, safe. Um, but I feel like it's about to get crazy. You know, as things go, you can't right. stay in this calm state. Unfortunately, that's not how life works. Um, and I feel like, you know, maybe that's kids, maybe it's career changes, maybe it's marriage or, you know, introducing new little people into your life sounds like chaos. So I think right now we're just like... like some impending chaos is knowing that New York might not be forever. Exactly. That's scary. That is terrifying to me. That's a breakup I'm not looking forward to. (laughs) I know. Yeah. Um, my boyfriend does not like New York. He came here for a job. He came here for business. I came here for pleasure. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And so that's been a discussion that he might want to leave. And yeah, yeah, that's not something I I guess I'm in the same boat. I I moved here for my boyfriend. The second I got here, he moved to San Francisco. And then I was like, you better move back. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. My first love's New York. But yeah, I, I feel I feel pretty calm. I, you know, I didn't, never thought I would, I never thought I would live in New York and I'm so glad I came here because it speaks to me. It resonates in all parts of me. It feels good. It is a great place. Um, yeah, <laughs> we're happy and we're safe, <laughs> but yeah, you guys, thank you so much for listening and, um, if you made it this far, whoa, I'm very proud of you. Thank you. I think we mentioned <laughs> fries like at least four times. I know. Thanks for sticking out, sticking with us the last hour. And um, if you haven't had a meal before, put some squirts. How many squirts, Brandy? At least five. At least five. Put them in your drink. Um, but yeah, we would, we would love to leave you guys with a social challenge after our first episode. Um, yeah. So I think our social challenge for you should be just reconnecting with a friend maybe you lost touch because they moved or because they got into a relationship or just something happened between you guys um I think reach out because if you're thinking about them they're probably thinking about you right or I don't know yeah like we'll we'll chalk this up to just do like a healthy check-in yeah, like, hey, even if it's just checking a, in. a text and thinking about you and if and if they don't respond like I do triple text those bitches yeah i will say like a good good example of that is like hey i've been thinking about you or hey this reminded you reminded me of you the not so good check-in is like you were in my dream last night oh my god never i hate that i hate when mostly men do that but (laughs) it doesn't work it doesn't work (laughs) (laughs) oh my god my laugh is disgusting but anyway See you guys next week for another episode of OMF, One Mutual Friend, and tune in for the reveal of our, reveal of our first guest. We're going to have guests. A mutual friend. <laughs> hint, <One> hint. Hint, <laughs> hint. <laughs> and don't forget to add us on socials, like, subscribe, et cetera, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. You can find us on Instagram at One Mutual Friend Podcast. We secured the, we secured we the did handle. That. We it's did there. that. 
We also have a website, onewheeltruefriend.com. Check us out, check us out. But most importantly, guys, you're only one mutual friend away from living your best and connected life. Bye. Bye, guys. Toodles.